how is the new PlayStation and Xbox reshaping the gaming world? Is Assassin's Creed Valhalla the best Assassin's Creed game yet? And do the Simpsons predict everything? Well, I talk about all that and more on this episode of The Toddcast. Hello everyone and welcome to the Toddcast. As always, I'm your host, Todd McManus. Had some Subway for lunch, got my spit bucket ready in case these drinks don't taste good. But before I get to all of those drinks that hopefully will not be that bad, I'm going to go ahead and start out with some news. Of course, if you've lived under a rock, the election was last week, but I want to talk about that here in a minute. The biggest news... Not that, not the election. The biggest news is that this past week in the gaming world, the new next generation of Xbox and PlayStation was released to most of the world anyway. Of course, this past Tuesday, the Xbox Series X and Xbox Series S was released on Tuesday alongside some other games as well. And then on Thursday was the new PlayStation 5 and PlayStation 5 Digital Edition. Of course, there's some differences and all that. Like with the PS5 and the PS5 Digital Edition, just quickly tell you what about it, is that the PS5 and the PS5 Digital, the only difference between the two, like they both have the same amount of storage, same internal things and all that kind of stuff, all the memory and all that kind of stuff that technology wizards like to hear about. The main difference is that the normal PS5 has a spot where you can put a disc in, and the digital edition does not, meaning that you cannot put a disc in it because there's no disc slot to put a disc in on the digital edition, which makes the digital edition $100 cheaper than the normal PS5. The normal PS5, of course, costs $500, and the digital is $400, so which that makes kind of sense that they should make it cheaper because they're trying to push more digital edition toward the world, trying to get rid of discs later in the next couple of years. And that's the same way with the Xbox. The Series X also costs $500. That's the top of the line Xbox. It has a, it's the cube. You've probably seen pictures of it. It's like black. It's got the vent type thing on the top and it's got a little disc that's sideways on the front of it. And it's $499. The Series S is the smaller one that kind of looks like the, a book. And it's got this speaker-looking thing on the side of it. It's a big circle. You've probably seen it in the color white. And it is actually $200 cheaper than the normal Series X. So, going down from a price range of $500 to a price range of $300. So, it's basically up to your... Um, preference for whichever Xbox or PlayStation 5 that you would want. So, it's just like, me personally, I've all, I've never owned an Xbox. Never have owned one. Never had one in my house. Never, I've played on them, you know, because some of my friends have one. And then, that's basically it, is that just whenever you go to a friend's house, and if they have whichever, most of my friends have an xbox and a playstation but i've always stuck with playstation because i think we had a playstation one a long time ago as far back as i can remember ps2 was the first one because we had a ps2 and a sega and ps2 was like the main thing i played and then the three come out and i've played and i played it for years all the way until the four came out which actually was seven years ago and i've been playing the four still playing the four actually until now the PS5 comes out. And personally, I think I'm going to get the digital edition, which is $100 cheaper than the normal PS5, because all the a lot of games in the past year that I've bought were digitally through the PlayStation Store, meaning that you go buy it, and then as soon as it the release date is, like if the release date was today, it would automatically download, and then boom, you ain't got to put a disc in. The only thing about discs is that you have a physical disc for people who worry about losing it or don't trust technology you have a physical disc 
and apparently it takes longer for digital downloads to happen. So if you have a disc, it might actually take quicker. So that's really all the only thing mainly. But if you have like a, a PlayStation Network account, and if you as soon as you sign in from your PS4 to your PS5, it'll all connect and transfer. So hopefully I didn't confuse anybody out there. If you're not interested in any of that, I don't care. I'm still going to talk about it. But if you are interested in, like, if you used to be into gaming and you want to get back into it, and you don't even have to game um, to own a PS5, you know, they have all the networks you can get, like Netflix and Amazon Prime, Disney+, Plus, Hulu, HBO Max, YouTube. I watch a lot of YouTube on there. And you can just do really anything that you want to do like you if you don't want to pay for cable and you pay for all these other streaming services and if you don't have a smart tv like a roku tv or any or like apple tv or anything like that just get you a ps4 or a new ps5 and there you go so but me personally i'll probably get a ps5 digital edition anytime between thanksgiving and christmas those that's like the time window i would like to get one because, like, they had pre-orders, like, a month ago, and they sold out pretty quick because they sold out, like, more more people pre-ordered the PS5 in the first couple of days than the PS4 sold in, like, the first year. So it tells you that a lot of people, a lot of people want it. And, excuse me, and so... Which, it's weird to me because, like, more people buy Xboxes and that I've seen... And it's like, Xbox, people like it a lot more for some reason. And they'll say, oh, it's better. Oh, it's the best. But then when you look at the actual records and sales, that PlayStation always sells more than Xbox. But I guess that's internationally. Like, I guess, in my opinion, I think Xbox is more American. And then PlayStation might be more in other countries. But that's just my opinion, I think because there's more sales like ps4 became the most selling gaming console ever like it beat the wii and the nintendo wii was all the craze as we all know because it came out like 10 years ago or whatever and i mean i think we still have one somewhere but anyway big news in the gaming world ps5 and xbox you'll probably hear it in the news throughout the next couple of months and years probably they'll bring out new additions to it like a ps5 pro or xbox series whatever letter they want to do besides x and s and then there'll be bundles with like buy this bundle and you get this game with it and then your ps5 or your xbox has got certain color and design to it which is what i would like but anyway it's just big in the gaming news this past week with those big releases and of course big releases of new games coming out this past week and throughout the next couple of months going into 2021 hopefully next year if we get a covid vaccine or whatever hopefully it'll push a lot of stuff to hurry up and come out with the movies and the games and everything of that nature so more to look forward to over the next couple of months and years so I want to go ahead and say something about getting away from the gaming news. Let's talk a little about some news news of, of actual news that you would hear on news channels. One state I have not been to. I've actually been to not that many states whenever you look at it. I've probably been to 12, 13 states, I feel like. I, mean, I could sit here and count them. But... The farthest north I've ever been is in the state of Ohio. The farthest south was Corpus Christi, Texas, which is like 10 miles. And then South Padre Island, actually, which is like 10 miles from the Mexican border. Um, and the farthest west, like the farthest toward California I've ever been was Dallas. And less Corpus Christi's farther that way, too. So I'm not real sure. But... What that means is that the farther I've only been to Texas that far away. I've been to a lot more states throughout the probably all the south, the states you would consider to be the south, 
and up into like Ohio, West Virginia. I've actually been in Pennsylvania before. Um, Kentucky, all those type of states. I've been to Missouri, Arkansas. And Texas is the farthest west I've ever been. Like I said, with Dallas, and unless Corpus Christi sticks out farther, but I don't, I'm not real sure. I'm not looking at a map right now, which I should have it memorized as much as I looked at the uh, uh, freaking Electoral College map <laughs> in the past two weeks. But I think we all got the states memorized by then. But anyway, what I was going to say is that a state way over there by the name of Oregon. We all know the state of Oregon. I've never been to the. I've never been to Oregon. But what they did is that they became the first state to decriminalize hard drugs such as meth, heroin, and cocaine. Now, what this means, this doesn't mean that it's purely legal. Like you can go out on the street and do heroin, do cocaine, do any of that kind of stuff, you know. What this means is that it's still illegal, but it's not criminalized anymore, which... When it comes down to it, the details of that is that normally when you have this kind of drugs, when you have these hard drugs like such, you would go to jail or prison. You would go and spend some time, months, years maybe, depending on how much you have or whatever, you know, or whatever you're doing while, you have, while you're on it. You would spend some time. What they did is that you don't go to jail what you do is that you either pay a fine, they said if I think it was up to $100, or you go to rehab. I think that's determined by the court or a judge or something like that. I don't think you get to choose. Because, I mean, if you're a drug dealer, you're probably making bank. And then $100 may not be anything to you, depending on how much drugs you're actually selling. But the that's what they're doing now is that Oregon is the first state out of all 50 states to decriminalize hard drugs such as like meth, heroin, and cocaine. And so you're either going to pay a fine of up to $100 or go to rehab because the reason they did all of this was that they believe that if you do these hard drugs, you get sentenced to prison for however long, you come back out, they say it's most likely you're going to get back on them, which is understandable, you know. They think that if instead of sending you to jail, let's send you to rehab and try to get you off of them and make you back into normal civilization. And honestly, on paper, that sounds good, in my opinion. Like, that sounds like you want to help people. It's like instead of, oh, you're a bad person because you did this, let's throw you in jail. Boom. Done. Instead, they're trying to be like, we understand you have a problem, let's try and help you get off of it. Which is, it makes sense to me, but I've never been to Oregon, so I don't know how bad it is up there, apparently, for them to actually want to make a law to decriminalize <laughs> these drugs. So, I mean, best of luck to them, you know, we'll see what happens. It was all over the news last week, besides, like, election, which was all over the, which was the main news, you know. The presidential election, that is. But Oregon, best of luck to you, I guess. For if, if any of my any of you out there listening are in Oregon, I guess you can try to let me know how it is. Like apparently, if you're trying to decriminalize these drugs, apparently a lot of people do them in your state. So whatever, I guess you know. So I guess you can. It's still technically illegal, from what I've seen is that it's not it's decriminalized but it's illegal because you're still having to pay a fine and do rehab because if it was perfectly legal that means you'd be able to do it anywhere you want with no repercussions you know unless like certain restaurants would have to start putting up signs like no cocaine in this in our store because like that's how cigarettes are you know cigarettes are legal that's a perfectly legal thing. But places of businesses and other places say no smoking. So then they're going to have to put up signs say no snorting from here on out. Like, I feel like Oregon is going to be the first state to have a sign on their door that says no smoking and or snorting in our place of business. So, 
interesting stuff, you know. I mean, Oregon may not be the may be the first state, but I don't think they'll definitely be the last. I feel like other states are going to try and see. Basically, I feel like Oregon is like the test subject right now, meaning like if they have a lot of people that are on hard drugs and let's see within the next year how many they can get off of them, then it would be a good idea, I feel like. Because one, you'd get people out of prison. That way you're not having to pay for all of their stuff, their food and all that, because some people are mad that tax money goes to them and they say that prisoners have it easy, you know, because they're, I mean, they're being fed three times a day and basically being taken care of, even though they killed somebody or whatever. But now we're getting the hard drugs, the hard drug addicts out of prison and into rehab or making them pay pay fines. It might be a good idea to ha- try and actually help them get off of that to make them be back into normal civilization with normal people. So we'll see what happens out of that. There may be other states within the next couple, next five years, I imagine, that'll become legal with that kind of stuff. You know, like they made marijuana legal in most states um, for medical reasons, and then they started doing it for recreational. And I feel like recreational marijuana will probably be legal before 2030, and I imagine within the next 10 years, unless something really bad comes out of like marijuana, and they're like, "Oh, it gives you this kind of cancer or disease," and then it'll be like, "All right, shutting it all down. There'll be no more medical or recreational, and then it'll be fully illegal at that point." But if it's still keeping on doing and actually becomes beneficial, you know, might as well more power to it, you know. So. Oregon, helping people get off cocaine. (laughs) So, hey, that's a good idea. I mean, that's a good thing, you know, trying to help people. So, there you go. So, as we all know, the election was last week. Um, I don't really know what to say. A lot of stuff happened. And I mean a lot. And let me th- let me just break it down for all of you. If if you've lived literally and physically, if you've been under a rock for the past two weeks, there's no doubt that you know that last week was the election. Um, in 2016, Obama was president for eight years, from 2008 to 2016. And then his time was done. It was, he couldn't be, you can't be reelected as the president for up to, you can only be reelected for one term is four years. So therefore, and you can only be there for two terms, which is eight years. Donald Trump was elected in 2016, beating out um, Hillary Clinton, the Democratic uh, nominee. And he assumed the role in 2016 and has been president for the past four years. And then this year, 2020, was the next election, and he was going up against the Democratic nominee, Joe Biden, who was also the vice president for Barack Obama during his entire tenure from 2008 to 2016. So, and then Joe Biden picked his vice president to be Kamala Harris, who I think she's a senator from California. I'm pretty sure she's a senator from California. And that's who he wanted his vice president to be. And the whole election last week was just... Like, honestly, it was just a complete show. And, like, honestly, it was. Because... So, what happened was, is that this past year, of course, COVID tore up 2020. And... They had more mail-in ballots this year. And this, like, set a record. Like, this is the most mail-in ballots that have ever been mailed in, ever, that we've ever had in the history of the United States due to COVID. And so they started mailing them in. And then, of course, there was early voting, which is what I did, which is where you early vote, which is, like, the week before election, and you go and you cast your ballots cast your vote on this machine in the courthouse and then there was actually election day and that's when it come down it all came down that day 
and then they started rattling out states that night and normally you usually know by that night to early the next morning who the president is like last election in 2016 i was not old enough to vote yet because i was 17 years old and this year i was 21 and the voting age is 18 of course and like i voted in other elections before this but they weren't the presidential election like we had a governor election i think last year here in louisiana and i think we had another election before that and there's normally elections like every year like whether it's for representative senator president governor or any other local election like judge or sheriff or whatever for your actual parish or county and so what was i gonna say well oh um in 2016 we knew donald trump was elected like i think it was like midnight that night i I googled it and i was like and it was like donald trump has been elected the 45th president of the united states and i was like okay and so went on you know been four years and i voted this year and this election was very different (laughs) it was something i honestly gotta say because like i said the last election before 2016 that i remember was 2012 which was obama and mitt romney where obama was re-elected and then before that in 2008 was obama and john mccain and i do not remember hardly any of that but i do remember george bush being president before that i remember for some reason i can remember george bush being the president and then like i didn't pay attention to any of that because i don't think my parents really watched the news either and then before long i saw that obama was president and i was like oh okay he must have been put there elected i guess and then after that, in 2012 was the first election I actually like paid attention to, which was I was 13 at that time in 2012 when Obama was reelected against Mitt Romney. And then from then on out, I've kind of seen the news. I've somewhat paid attention to it. This year, I, fa- I think I've watched more news this year than I have in my life. And I agree with people who said on Facebook that they've looked at a map of the United States more in the past two weeks than they ever have in the rest of their life. Because you're trying to see who won the states because it was like, it was really like suspenseful. Oh, and dramatic too. Because like this year, like honestly, when you look at everything that's happened this year, 2020 is really like the epic season finale of a show. Because everything came crashing down. Everything happened, whether it was good or bad. Like, this year really is like that type of season finale to a show where a lot of people leave or are gone, or actors leave the show, the characters are gone, stuff happens, stuff changes to where the next season, that you know there will be a definite next season. But you don't know how it's going to start. Where it's like, because this season's not over yet. And you're like, well, how's... What are they going to do? It's like, it's it's almost like a hard... Re- it's not a hard reset. It's like a soft reset, kind of. Because it's like, we're all still here in the same setting. But it's different now, you know. And that's just what it is to me. But with the election and all that happening this year as well, like that added on to the pile of everything that has already happened this year and of course it took a while it turned from election day to election week um they're actually still counting votes like the vote count counting is not ended yet and this episode is being recorded on wednesday november 11th the wednesday before this episode is released so if anything happens (laughs) anything happens between Wednesday and Saturday I don't know about it yet it hasn't because it hasn't happened yet for me but when you're listening to it something may have already happened because the reason is is that they were still waiting on certain states and it was like if Joe Biden won one of the if he won Pennsylvania he was going to be elected as president and then Donald Trump could win every other state and he would not it would not matter because the first one to get to 270 wins because they both could tie 269 
but once you get to 270, that's it. That's like the one point over half. And then, boom, you're reelected or that new president is elected. So, it a lot of stuff happened. And I think it was Saturday? Yeah, it was last Saturday when it was announced that morning that... They called it and said Joe Biden is going to be pre- he is now president elect and Kamala Harris is vice president elect, meaning January twentieth, twenty twenty one is inauguration day and that would be the day that Joe Biden would be inaugurated as the forty sixth president of the United States, and then the next election would be happening in twenty twenty four. So, but. You always got to remember is that as of me saying this, like I said, recording this on Wednesday, that the voting is not ended and they're still counting votes. I think in Arizona, Georgia, and North Carolina, they have not been called at all yet. But if Joe Biden keeps Pennsylvania, he's done it. The only way Donald Trump could win is if he won like every other state, including Pennsylvania. And Joe Biden could win, like, Alaska or something like that. But Donald Trump would have to make a huge comeback within the next last votes that are left. And unless there's some type of voter fraud or anything that was committed on the Democrat side of Joe Biden, Joe Biden will most likely be the next president of the United States. And we'll see what happens. Because Donald Trump is trying to take legal action. (coughs) Excuse me against Joe Biden and the Democrats and all these states that he thinks somehow got a lot more votes and he thinks that they might be throwing away his votes or they're adding more votes for Joe Biden. But when it all boils down is to that, if they can't prove any of that happened, Joe Biden will be elected president. But as of right now, Donald Trump is still the president until that day of January 20th if Joe Biden is elected president. And then it's still not over. Like, that's the only thing is that a lot, all of us need to remember is that technically they did call it that Joe Biden would be elected president. He's president-elect and had that celebration that I actually watched on Saturday of last week. But we got to remember is that Donald Trump's still the president and that somehow... Out of nowhere, like an RKO out of nowhere, somehow Donald Trump could massively get a bunch more votes and get certain amount of states with a certain amount of electoral votes and somehow get reelected. Because the same thing happened in, I think, 2000 when it was George Bush against Al Gore. And they called it that Al Gore would be elected president. And then the whole thing with Florida happened. And then George Bush, like a week or two later, was actually, they were like, oh, wait, George Bush actually won these president, these, these president, George Bush actually won these states, and now he's elected the new president of the United States. So, that's the only thing is that we got to remember is that it's technically not done yet because the vote, the votes have not all been counted, but once they're all counted and they're, and they'll say, all right, this is the final count. This state goes to Joe, this state goes to Donald Trump, and then we'll see what happens then. And, yeah, there will definitely be rioting and protests, like I said, whether each side wins or lose, no matter what, there will definitely be protests and probably riots. Like, if they said, if they came out of nowhere and said, oh, we were wrong, and they pull a Steve Harvey on everybody <laughs> and be like, oh, sorry, Joe Biden's not president-elect, Donald Trump's going to be re-elected. A lot of people will be mad, but we got to remember that we're all still Americans, whether we're Republican, whether doesn't matter what background you're from, doesn't matter your ethnicity, doesn't matter your gender, doesn't matter the color of your skin, doesn't matter if you're Republican, Democrat, Libertarian, Independent, Green Party, Tea Party, whatever you are, it doesn't matter is that we're all Americans and that we all want the best for our country no matter who you think you want to have be the president of the united states whether you're a donald trump supporter whether you're a joe biden supporter it doesn't matter is that and who you and you voted for who you feel best would lead this country into the future for the next four to eight years 
either way, we're all still Americans, and we all want one thing, and that is the best for our country. Because if it wasn't for us as Americans, there would be no president. There would be no Donald Trump. There would be no Joe Biden. Because without us voting, there is no Congress, Senate, House of Representatives, president, presidents, or even judges in the Supreme Court. Without us, there is none of that. Because it all boils down to us, the hardworking Americans that live throughout all 50 states of the United States of America. So, hopefully, no matter who wins, we can all band together. And no matter if Joe Biden is elected and he puts in different executive orders and gets rid of Donald Trump stuff, adds in new stuff. Or if Donald Trump is reelected and people get mad about that and he starts bringing in, signing more executive orders, bringing in new stuff, all that, it doesn't really matter because as long as we can all stand together and be like, let's do what's best for this country, let's send people to the moon, let's send people to Mars, let's get the economy going, the stock market, all this kind of stuff. So <laughs> hopefully I put that in the best words I could for everybody out there. So, with that being said, we're going to go ahead and go into some questions. Of course, if you are not following the Toddcast on Instagram, you should. Go over to the Explore tab on Instagram and type in the underscore Toddcast underscore only on Instagram. That's it. It's the underscore Toddcast underscore. And that's it. And... You can't find it on Twitter or Facebook or any other, or Snapchat. You can't find it on any social media platform except um, Instagram. And so we got a couple questions right here that I'm going to read out and that some of you can ask me. Sometimes I post, there is a story posted like every other month. (laughs) I said that wrong. Every other week, there it is. Guy, every other month. I wish I could get so many questions by then every other week there's usually a story posted on the Tidecast story that's why you need to follow that way you can post your story and be like hey red or blue or whatever do you like root beer or something like that you know so so we got a couple questions right here and i'm gonna go ahead and see what you got first question we got you have to wear a t-shirt with one word on it for a whole year. Which word do you choose? Uh, I got to go with moist. <laughs> no. <laughs> Can you imagine? Oh, people hate that word too. Can you imagine wearing a just like a black t-shirt with just white writing on the front? It just says moist <laughs> oh that's too funny um or just wet <laughs> um I don't know it's just one word doesn't matter what it could be that super califragilisticexpialidocious word I didn't say that right but it could be that really long word you know um any word I want for a whole year like this is like I can wash this shirt or I could have like 10 of these shirts but they're all the same color with the same colored writing with this one word on every one of them that way I that way I don't have to wash the shirt every day one word Mm. oh I should just get the just just have it say Toddcast. <laughs> That's it. That way people can listen to it. Yeah, I should do that. I should have it on the back, too. I'm going to put Toddcast on the back of the shirt. Instead of the front. But I need it to have... It needs to be, like, sewn in and, like, colored into the shirt. It doesn't need to be, like, that plastic mess or whatever they put on shirts. It's, like, it's on the back of your shirt. And whenever it's hot outside, because it's Louisiana... And it's just like so hot and you're sweating and then it's like this thick fabric on your back and then whenever you take the shirt off you basically have to peel it off of your skin like that's terrible so it needs to be like colored into the shirt and so that's what I'll do I'll do a 
Ooh, I'll do a, a red shirt. It's solid red with Todd Cat. No. How about a blue shirt? but with Toddcast written in red across my back. That's what I would do. That way it gets the word out there, you know what I'm saying? For a whole year, too. So that's all, that's like 52 episodes worth of Toddcast episodes that I'll be having. And you know, and I wear that when I go meet guests and all that, and you know, and Jaron, every time he's on, he'll be like, why are you keep wearing this dead gum shirt? And I'll be like, shut up, I have to. So, getting the word out, you know. So, there you go. Toddcast is the word I choose for my t- for my year worth t-shirt. Next question we got is, when you're speaking to someone who doesn't speak English, why do you get louder? <laughs> I don't think this is directed just towards me. <laughs> but I think it... I don't know. Oh, and I wonder if it's... Well, let me preface this. Is that... Whenever you speak to someone, like if you go to a Mexican restaurant and you have, or you talk to somebody who doesn't speak English, like if they speak Spanish, and you're trying to tell them where to go or something, and you always just start yelling, where's your bathroom? Puedo ir al baño. Where is the bathroom? Which what I just asked, I always say puedo ir al baño. And if you don't know what that means in Spanish, that says, can I go use the restroom? <laughs> so I'm constantly just asking waiters and waitresses. I just look at them and be like, can I go to the bathroom? <laughs> so it's like, it, it, there's another word besides puedo. Puedo. There's another word besides puedo. <laughs> that means where. I think it's donde. Donde is where. Donde esta el, bel, el baño? Where is the bathroom? I just hollered out. I just, I get, <laughs> I get the most country accent voice and just holler at them. <laughs> where is your bathroom? I can't find the bathroom anywhere. So, yeah. That's what they mean, is that, and that happens with a lot of people. It's like, if they don't speak the language you're speaking, I guess yelling at them loud enough, they'll understand me. Oh, and I wonder if that's the same for other languages. Like, if somebody's trying to speak to me, and I speak English, and they speak Mandarin or something, you know, do they get louder with me or something? Like, if they do actually, like, if they speak Spanish, we'll go back to the Spanish thing. Like, if they're trying to ask me something... Do they talk to me louder, you know? That's interesting. So, when you're speaking to someone who doesn't speak English, why do you get louder? I guess it's just you're trying to... If I speak loud enough, maybe they'll understand my language. (laughs) It doesn't make any sense at all. It's like, oh, they don't understand what I'm saying? Let me yell at them. And hopefully, my words will pierce the language barrier that is in their ears to make them actually understand my words as I am yelling at them, trying to figure out, where is the bathroom? You know, just trying to holler it out, you know, so. So, yeah, that's <laughs> that's basically why, that's why I get louder. It's just being like, trying to make them understand, you know. Gotta do it one word at a time. Learn a new language. It's kind of cool, you know. I took Spanish for two years in high school, and that's it. I haven't taken another language since because my major in college doesn't require me to. I'm in marketing. (laughs) They don't need me to know Spanish or anything, so or French or whatever. So thank you for those questions. Like I said, follow the Toddcast only on Instagram at the underscore Toddcast underscore only on Instagram to see posts about what drinks I'm reviewing. You can ask questions. And speaking of reviewing drinks, I got two drinks right here with me. Like I said at the beginning of the episode, I have a spit bucket here in case of these. And I got two drinks, and this is monumental episode right now. Probably didn't use that word right, but whatever. This is the first episode that I am actually reviewing an alcoholic drink. Yes. However, do not worry. I am at home, so you don't have to worry about me driving somewhere just to drink an alcoholic drink somewhere and then drive back home. 
I am at home and I'm going to be reviewing two alcoholic drinks. One I've actually had before and one I've never had. The first one we're going to try is the one I've had before, which is Mike's Hard Strawberry Lemonade. I'm going to pop the top on this thing. Mike's Hard Strawberry Lemonade, ripe for the picking. Um, I think I've only had two flavors of Mike's Hard in my life. And I am older than 21, which I didn't buy these anyway, but I'm older, I'm over 21 anyway. Um, I've only had two flavors, which was normal Mike's Hard Lemonade and then Mike's Hard Strawberry Lemonade. Oh, it smells pretty good. It's a 5% alcohol. It's in a glass, it's in a glass bottle. Um, so we're going to go ahead and give it a try right here, right now. Got the bucket ready just in case it doesn't taste good like the last time. Ooh, ooh, got the alcohol. Ooh, oh, pack a punch. I'm only act. <laughs> I only act this way because I'm not used to drinking alcohol. I'm not a daily drinker. I don't get drunk. Like I, I I'm not like most people in high school that you see that have been drinking since they were like 16 years old which is very illegal. Like, the first time I ever had an alcoholic drink, I think I was 19. I think I was 19. Yeah, I was 19, I think, was the first time. I know, I'm such a nerd. I'm such a loser. I was 19 drinking my first alcoholic drink, but whatever, I don't care. It's, it's, it's better than drunk driving and illegally doing it, you know? God, this drink's pretty good. Like, you can taste the alcohol in it, definitely. Because it's definitely like a hard feature of it, you know. Mmm. Very good. I'm a... I drink for the flavor. I don't drink for the alcohol. I don't drink to get drunk. I've never been drunk. I'll actually say that. I've never been drunk in my life. <coughs> That's not That should not be surprising to people. If that's surprising to you, like, oh, you're 21, you've never been drunk before? I think you should actually stop for a minute and look back in your life <laughs> if you're 21 and being like, I've been drunk many times. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, come on now, people. Mike's Hard Strawberry Lemonade. If you never had it before and you actually like good flavor alcohol and you never and you didn't and and you haven't burned all your taste buds off from all the nasty beer that you drink, you should give Mike's Hard Strawberry Lemonade a try. And I'm going to give it a solid 80. That's right. It's good. Like, I would definitely drink this again. I might even finish this bottle today. Hmm. Very good strawberry lemonade. That and like a strawberry lemonade is just a good flavor in my opinion. Watermelon flavored stuff is awesome too. Like watermelon dum dum suckers. I think watermelon is my favorite flavor. That and strawberry were like my two favorite flavors of the suckers and other candies like that. Oh, and like watermelon Jolly Ranchers. Like any kind of like fruity hard candy or something. Watermelon was like my go-to flavor. Like I know a bunch of people like blue raspberry which is not an actual fruit or whatever you know it's a raspberry that's blue that they turn blue but whatever a lot of people like the blue flavors i'm more of a watermelon type person myself so next up we have red's hard apple ale that you always see commercials about uh. oh excuse me you have Red's Apple Ale. Oh. I've never tried this before. I think my sister bought this. Yeah, she did. I've never had this. It's been sitting in my fridge for a little bit, for like a month maybe. Um, expires February 15, 2021. Well, that's good. Red's Apple Ale. I've never had you before. Hopefully you're decent. Um, I probably won't puke, but just in case, I do have this bucket. So if you hear me spit, you know what's happening. So here we go with Red's Hard Apple Ale. 
<laughs> oh man oh apple a day keeps the doctor away man oh golly I don't think that's the case with a red apple <laughs> oh my lord where's the nutrition facts on this thing government warning don't drink if you're pregnant well that's good um 5% alcohol that's bull ain't no way ain't no sugar content on here calories 165 okay union made uh oh watch out I'm gonna give it one more try ugh Oh, oh! You taste the apple. The apple is very present. The apple. There is an apple somewhere in this, and I have tasted a hint of it, and it is weird. Mmm. Red's apple ale. I would not drink you again. <laughs> there is apple. I will say that. If you like apple flavor and you like alcohol, Red's Apple Ale is a 5% alcoholic drink. And, you know, I mean, it's alright. Like, it's not bad. Yeah, you can very much taste the apple, but I would not, like, if it was at a, on a menu, I would not order this. Red's Apple Ale, I'm gonna give you a solid 58. Just because, like, I don't really like you, but that's a personal thing, I guess. Like, this is all personal preferences. I would rather have the strawberry lemonade from Mike's Hard. Or just, or Mike's. And, yeah. Just Red's Apple Ale. Better luck next time, I guess. But, Mike's Hard Strawberry Lemonade with a solid 80. And Red's Apple Ale with a solid 58 on the score. <coughs> Excuse me. So... Yeah, that's about it, really, is that what's been happening in my life, basically, the past week is, uh, just to update y'all, Assassin's Creed Valhalla did come out this past Tuesday. I have played a lot of it. It is very fun, well-anticipated, uh, like, I, I highly anticipated it, and it was well worth the wait. There are a few, like, glitches here and there, but it's, like, mainly, like, graphical, which means, like, in the picture and stuff, like... It doesn't make it unplayable. Like, the, the glitches don't. Like, you can still play it, and it's still fun. Like, IGN gave it, like, an 8 out of 10. Because the story so far is amazing. I'm following. Um, it takes place around the year 900 AD. And in old school Norway, I just got to, I just got to old England. And you can raid castles and all that kind of stuff with your crew. So, very fun. I'm very much enjoying it. And uh, also, season two of The Mandalorian has already started. Like I said, two weeks ago? Yeah. Um, of course, like I said, this episode is being recorded on Wednesday, so I have not seen episode three yet. So, episode three will already be available to all of you out there if you're listening to this on the day it releases, which is on Saturday. Saturday, November the 14th. And episode one, I thought was really good, of course. Um, I don't want to give any spoilers away, even though it's been two weeks already. I will wait a few more weeks, hope probably until the show ends, until I actually talk about spoilers to give my actual overview of the show. Um, episode two was good, but it f not as good as episode one. But episode two felt more like a filler episode. But, this isn't a spoiler, but the ending of episode two will lead into episode three. Because it's not a cliffhanger, but it's like they left this place and they're going to another place. And that's where episode two ended. So episode three will hopefully start with them getting there to where they're needing to go and doing what they're doing and probably get attacked by who, whoever knows, you know. So, yeah, I'm really enjoying it so far. I mean, we're only two episodes in for me anyway. I definitely will. I definitely do watch every episode around lunchtime on Friday. 
as soon as they come out, because they come out at like Friday at like three in the morning for me here at U.S. Central Time. But I would definitely talk about talk more about it in the next coming weeks. Hopefully, like it ends, I think the day after Christmas or the week before, maybe the week before. I think it ends the week before Christmas. Is episode eight because there's only eight episodes in this season like there was in the first season so <clears throat> but so far i think it's gonna be pretty good um it's highly anticipated like i said and i'm glad disney plus is still doing the weekly episodes also wandavision the marvel show most likely will get pushed back into january of 2021 so i don't know what's the hold up honestly i mean if they actually said i would know but i just don't know what's wrong i don't know if it's I thought all the filming was done, so I guess it's just editing and stuff and just trying to hurry up and push it out there because I think it was going to be released. If they do the weekly thing, I don't think they should do Friday. They could do another day of the week, in my opinion, because Mandalorian has Fridays. And before that, on Amazon Prime, the boys had Fridays. So if they did, like, maybe Saturday alongside, you know, WandaVision, alongside the Toddcast, you know, or maybe, like, a... A Tuesday or a Thursday or any day of the week, honestly. But they'll, <coughs> excuse me, they'll probably do a Friday. Like, I think they should do like Mandalorian ends and then the next week, episode one of WandaVision should go out and then they can do weekly episodes of it. And I think it'll be eight episodes of it leading into January, of course, maybe beginning of February. And then they can start getting out Falcon and Winter Soldier and then everything else Marvel is trying to do. So. New stuff coming soon, you know, just really waiting on all that. And after this, I'm probably going to be playing some more Assassin's Creed Valhalla. So if you don't have the game yet, you should definitely get it if you are into gaming. So I think that's going to do it for this episode. As always, please rate and subscribe and follow the Toddcast on Instagram for updates at the underscore Toddcast underscore only on Instagram to get all your updates about the Toddcast. And tell your friends and tell your family to give a listen. And thank all of you for listening to this episode. And if you want to know what's going to happen next week, well, you're just going to have to tune in to find out. Only on the Toddcast.